लगातार काम चाहिए माइक्रोफोन म्यूट कर घर में खाने नमिले बोले हारे लगातार आज मैत्री भाषा में
हेलो गाइस वेलकम बैक टू आवर पॉडकास्ट दिस इज एपी सेम है टोनी एपी टोनी एपी आगे भाई बनी है वो से तो मैं लोग सोच रहा एपी एपी जी के साथ कोई की सुर में एपी आए भी मैं लाइक सुन गाइस फिर एक टू टेक टू टेक टू टेक टू मजा आ Hello guys welcome back to our podcast this is your host Anish this is you was and, and this, this is Akesh so guys let's talk about chelsea so how do you sum up our season since the fa cup ended on saturday we will move forward for our second leg clash against bayern munich so what are your thoughts on that game specifically ajit go first mm, honestly speaking for me the season ended when we lost the fa cup final I before the final I had some expectations and I was looking forward to the second leg 
uh, game against Bayern Munich, but the injuries that occurred, our key players, they were, uh, they got injured. And honestly speaking, I have no any expectations regarding this second leg. So for me, the season ended when we lost the FA Cup against none other than Arsenal. And I'm quite frankly devastated about that match. So, yeah, guys, please continue. I'll join you later. So, Rivas, what are are your thoughts on the loss against Arsenal in the FA Cup final? Yeah, I was with Anish watching the game and we could see for the first 10 minutes we were playing very good. Then after the 10 minutes, we suddenly collapsed. I I don't think so. We played a proper game, to be honest. And besides that, uh, the main... The main guy, Anthony Taylor, the hero of the match. He, he he was pathetic. The decisions he made was terrible. I don't know how did he see Kovacic as a red card, and and I think that day was luck was against us. Couple of injuries. The main man Pulisic was out. Went out. Aspilicueta, the guy who never gets injured and misses a game, he went out. So saying that, I think that day was like a very bad day for us. But we move on. We'll see for next season. Talking about the second leg against Bayern Munich, I don't see that as a game because I think it's already done. We lost 3-0 first leg, coming back to Munich, scoring four and not conceding one, looking at the defensive errors we have in this season. It's going to be hard for us. Mm, that's a good take, Rivas. I agree with you. But I do have a feeling that we can create a miracle in Munich so, I don't know why, but I'm feeling good about that game. I know we don't have a strong lineup. Bayern Munich are very dangerous, but it just takes one good performance from the boys to get all those come back in. So, I'm hoping that the boys will stay for one more game. And we can hopefully come back against Munich. So, what's your thought on this, Akesh? I don't know how are you, how you are still optimistic about this game. I think this is more like a pre-season friendly for us. We don't have Alonso, Jorginho suspended, Pulisic injured, Kante doubt, Loftus-Cheek doubt, Julian doubt. I don't think I don't think there's no 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 freaking way to come back from that three 0 defeat against Bayern Munich. I think they are unbeaten in their last I think maybe twenty or twenty two games. It doesn't matter to me, like I said. It's just a good performance from the boys. One good performance. That's all we need for a miracle <laughs> so, in Munich. So, so you're telling that we, we can produce a good performance against Bayern Munich? Never say never. It's football and it's Chelsea. <laughs> we don't rule out possibilities. Man, that's too much to ask. Yeah, it is. But it's more like a... Never say never. Just... Just hope we won't concede le- le- more than four goals. Nah, it's never say never. So you never know. Yeah, but looking looking to a bigger picture, if we just happen to, uh, we just happen to ca- cause a big miracle and defeat Bayern Munich, we would have to play another game. That that would be that would be a good good thing. But looking towards the, another season, the Premier League starts 
really soon so i think so, yeah, how, so much, how much five, do we have five weeks yeah, I, you, I think i think you, you guys saw I you guys saw that nampal was complaining yeah, about the fixture fixture the next season starting too early so yeah for us so yeah yeah so uh, we it, it's it would be better for us to focus on the upcoming season the players coming uh, in they obviously need some time to gel up uh, it's already good to see that werner and zeek getting to meet the lads and playing together getting to know each other it's a good thing to see but uh, it's uh, an early start to the premier league the players do deserve the rest and considering and comparing with other leagues premier league is a top one and in the festive period the festive the schedules get uh, packed up so that's a really really difficult time for the newcomers to adapt so i think uh, it will be better for us to focus on the new season and go in with a bang because frankly speaking this year is not ours and champions league if we happen to uh, move past bayern miraculously i don't see us going apart going ahead from that so yeah i would rather prefer for the next season and give the boys a well deserved rest and we will uh, start the new season with a bang Yeah, that's a pretty good take yeah. yeah yeah agree with ajit yeah but but i think regarding the festive season i think premier league has also introduced a break during those festive seasons i think i read somewhere that would be really yeah awesome. i think they're, they're... because that's where, that's where premier league lags uh, behind uh, in the european stages uh, with the other leagues because in la liga there yeah. they will get a well deserved rest uh, during uh, festive during the festive period so they get a little bit of edge in the european competitions so yeah i think this will also help uh, english clubs in later stages but let's yeah. not move there let's focus <clears throat> on chelsea so yeah guys uh, what would I you prefer i i, I would say mm-hmm. i would ask the boys to go and give a show in munich because there's nothing to lose we are training down that's like we are almost out of that competition so one more time before the season officially ends for us let's go and put down a good so never say never maybe we can repeat 2012 again we are chelsea we don't rule out possibilities just like we are not ruling out possibility of signing Declan Rice <laughs> yeah like yeah throwing away the towel before the game is finished that's not a way to move forward but i want to i i i just want to in this season as soon as possible because i'm really optimistic about the next season So yeah, I just wanted to end that. Yeah, and looking at Bayern's starting eleven, I think I I just hope we won't get humiliated. <laughs> yeah, that's another concern yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think again, uh, the loss we had against Arsenal probably the players' their morale is kind of down right now. So it depends 
what team Lampard prefers for that game and just let's see what happens because we have to play that game. It's not that we just we can skip the game. So let's hope, let's see what what we can do. So, so what's your lineup against Bayern Munich? Honest. So I'll start with Willy Cavallero on goal, Emerson on left, Zuma yeah. and Tomori on centre backs. Rich James on right back. Moving up, I would start Angola Conte and put a pair of Kovacic and Mason Mount in that. Moving forward, I would start who we got? Riven Loftus, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Olivia Giroud. So that would be my lineup for the game against Munich. 4-3-3. That's how we go. Yeah, but I think Kante and Loftus Cheek are doubt for this game. I think Lamps will probably play them because we don't have any players. We can't start Barkley on that game. I think he's gonna start. Nah, but but do you want to risk Kante and Loftus Cheek against Bayern? Yeah. Because I think the that's another the, that's next. Yeah. Yeah. That's another concern, but. It depends upon what Lamps is thinking. If Lamps is thinking about comeback, maybe we need to start them. But if Lamps is thinking that listen decision today, then he can start whoever you he wants. Like Luis Bate, he has called four or five academy players yeah. in the squad. Yeah. So if it's just to run for ninety minutes, do nothing, finish the game up. So I think our land should should give an opportunity to those lads because their morale will be boosted despite the result. If 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 they start, we're done and dusted for good in in Munich. So it depends upon how Lance sees this game, how he wants to go forward this game, whether to end it or whether to move forward in the Champions League. So yeah, I think that would be my preferred lineup. But we need to see. We need to wait and see uh, Frank's press conference. That's tomorrow or on Friday to find out who are fit and who is traveling in Germany and what's his uh, strong lineup for that game. Okay, so Riaz, what's your lineup? Oh, my lineup. Oh, it's very hard to predict. Uh, lineup because most of the players are missing. But yeah, if I yeah, I think I agree with most of the lineups that Ani said. If you if you yeah, give some young players a chance. I think he's gonna play Callum on the I think Tammy Abraham might start ahead of Juru because that guy's been playing a lot recently. And Barkley might start Kovacic. Maybe out of Kante might get a nod. He might play Kante because who do you play? You don't have anyone else. Mount might be playing at the right. And yeah. same back four as Anishet and Capoeira. Yeah, for me, I would uh, give Kepa his final game for Chelsea. <laughs> Unless we want to get a thrashing from Bayern Munich, uh-huh. you would start Kepa on goal. 
Yeah, I think Ons has finally come to his sense. I defend my players. That's what I do. That's what I do. I defend my players. <laughs> yeah. Not always, bro. Not always. So, wait, wait, wait. Just, just out of topic for a moment. Ons, do you want side Benarama at Chelsea or not? Saad Ben Rama is a good player. <laughs> he he yeah. he's available for cheap. So even if we he doesn't perform well at Chelsea, I'd give it a go because he will not cost more than twenty five millions. And yeah. even if if he doesn't perform well, and we have to sell it to a lower club, then Marina can get almost eighteen or twenty out of him. So that's the deal yeah, of but, five million. So but, it doesn't make more difference. If he comes and performs, that's great. If not, we'll lose only five million, so it's not a big deal. So I definitely go for side Ben Rama if he's available. But I, but I remember you saying that when he's championship player. Ah, uh, he used to he used to play in championship. <laughs> he didn't have help his side come up, so he is a championship player. But never yeah, say never. Yeah, he but, may but perform he good. But he helped his side reach the finals. Hit and then he disappeared in the final. That's the question. If you are, you want to be a top player, you yeah, want to compete. I, 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 he, no, you I, you I, have to, you have I, to perform. I, yeah, I think I he it. had a good game. We he had a good game, but not the top because he was losing. He had a control in the first half. Second half, he slowly lost control. Extra time, he did have energy to run. One twenty minutes, but he was losing the ball too easily. Yeah, we so, just can like, we just can say that depending on a one game, like how the player does. Because if you say that Lamp, even Lampard, yeah. he didn't manage to bring Derby to the Premier League, but we can't go against him because he's done a pretty good job for Chelsea till now. And yeah. having seventeen goals and nine assists this season for Ben Rama, you never know. It's if we can get a player, I'm happy to get a good player. Yeah, I mean, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind spending twenty five on him too, if he he turn out turn ups and turn turn ups during the game next season, would be in pretty good shape. But if he went to compete at the highest level, he needs to perform. Else, there is no reason in spending those money. But I think he can perform. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Now let's move back to Ozit's lineup. Yeah, I I started with Kepa and I'm now I'm Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, drifting apart from topic, it's it's our main habit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get back to your lineup. Yeah, I was with Kepa in the yeah. goal. I would I would prefer three three <laughs> again for our final game. Who do we start on five man defense? <laughs> <laughs> Five man, it would it would be a rather scary lineup. <laughs> so in the back three, I would go with Zuma. I think he's googling right now. Tomori, Christensen, and one one surprise surprise. I would uh, hope Lampard gives us would be starting with uh, yeah. Ian I was Hudson hoping for man. that too. I'm hoping for that, but. I don't think he'll get a nod over Emerson. Yeah, so let's see. Because why not be uh, Matson? Uh, I I heard he's performing well in his his group. 
So and Emerson is being linked with his move away from Stamford Bridge. So why not start with Ian Matson and give him a good exposure in the first team and in the biggest competition in the world, uh, like we did against Bayern Munich in 2012, giving debut for yeah. Ryan Bertrand in the same position, and that did a huge, huge uh, magic on his confidence. So that was the time he took off as a Premier League player. So why not give Ian Matson a go? Because we have nothing to lose here. So it would be Ian Matson on the left and right. It would be our very own Rhys James. And I would go with Kovacic and Barkley in the center. And in the front three, I would give chance for Tammy Abraham. And uh, Mount will be starting in front as well, and Callum Hudson-Odoi completing the lineup. So yeah, that would be my final lineup. I would go with four-three-three, Yeah. So like, let's finish the Bayern Munich talk early. So what? What's your prediction? For me, we are losing three-one. Yeah, I think and um, two win for two nil for Bayern. I think I'll go with one five win against Bayern. I'm, I'm hoping for a miracle in Munich. <laughs> this guy's on drugs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling one five against Bayern in this well. Yeah, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> we did it before. We will do it again. Uh, okay, let's see how that yeah, goes. I think um, Munich is our training ground. Let's show them. Yeah, I think uh, we probably lose. We probably lose two zero three one. But I think the best we can, the best result we can get is a draw. So let's see what happens. Yeah, that that would be that would be awesome. Draw the draw would be really awesome because that would do a great bit. Yeah, of, save that would uh, save us from humiliation. Humiliation as well as yeah, yeah, yeah. That I hope we go for a draw, but I think we'll lose by three one. Yeah. So... Okay, okay, guys. I've got a question. Wait. So, what's your best performance from this season? The best performance we played. Yeah, there have been a few. I think against Everton or that that four four against Ajax, that fighting spirit. So which do you think is the best? Yeah, on the I think I'll go with a win against Manchester City. I think for me that was the best performance this season. Because we fought really hard against a good side. Managed by one of the best managers that have proven in Premier League that he's not only a goat in every other leagues, but he did prove it in Premier League. Though he's yet to win Champions League and I hope he doesn't win it. But I think that was a good performance for me. Performance of the season. Yeah, I I I have to agree with Anis because uh, after the resumption of Premier League and we were fighting for a top four, that win against Manchester City, it was a really crucial one. Considering the results and the mentality of players, 
fourth, it was a great win against one of the tough sides in the Premier League. I was hoping we would do the same against Liverpool, but that was also if if we managed to uh, nick a point in that game, I would go with that one. But considering the impact the win against Manchester City uh, made to our team, to our points tally, and <coughs> the confidence level yeah. of the players, I have to say. That was one of the most crucial and best game the lads had shown this season. Uh, for me, it would be the win against Tottenham at their stadium. Because that was the game where Frank switched to three at the back. And when, before that, we were playing like, a little bad. We've been, we were losing games. Yeah. And so for Lampard to switch the formation and get a win against Jose, who was playing pretty, pretty decent too, because he started very well with Tottenham. So I think that was a very good result we had this season. Yeah, I'd go with the same with Tottenham because I think we hadn't won any of our previous games against uh, so-called Big Six teams. So I think winning against Tottenham and yeah, that was a huge moral booster. And I think we beat Arsenal the very next game also. No, the next. So that that could be one performance of the season. Yeah, those two were like. I think I think even yeah. CD performance was good too, but yeah, I fancy yeah, yeah. performance. So guys, like we've done the talking about Bayern, we we've done the talking about the performance, the game of the season. How do you think that Lampard has done in his first season with Chelsea? Let me begin by saying I think we have overachieved what we have done this season. We have lost our best talisman in Eden Hazard. Transfer ban, no players in. Young squad, mixture of good experienced ones. So I think Frank Lampard has done a pretty, not just pretty, but he has done a decent job. And I think he has overachieved with us this season. And I'm looking forward for next season with the players in his disposal, the players that are arriving, I think we can. It's a pretty good time to be a Chelsea fan next season. I'm looking forward for it. I'm pretty sure we will land a couple of trophies. I don't know which specifically, I think, but we can land an FA Cup and maybe Carabao Cup. So I'm looking for a positive season next season. Yeah, Ajit, what do you think? Yeah. Frank has undoubtedly done a really good job, but I wouldn't say that we yeah, have yeah, exactly. this season. Because, yeah, securing top four, it's what we are always we are always expected to. Because without top four, Chelsea is not really Chelsea. So if we had won a couple of trophies, let's say just mm. FA Cup, I would say we would have overachieved a little, but securing just the top four, that's uh, that's a, that's not a re- overachievement in my view. So, yeah, Frank has done a good job here, but and there's a, there are a lot of uh, factors that we need to improve upon. We are sign we are signing a good players all over the world, 
So, and we are being linked with many players that would probably strengthen our team in the days to come. Yeah, it's a really, really positive environment that's being built upon in uh, uh, our Stanford Bridge. So let's hope we will have a great year ahead and we'll accomplish many milestones in the years to come. So yeah, and let's hope we stick with Frank Lampard in the long run as well. What do you think, Akish? Yeah, I, I also wouldn't say we overachieved because being Chelsea, we always want more. And I think uh, Lampard has done an excellent job. You can't deny that. But we've been sloppy many times. I think we we could have secured Champions League uh, before maybe four five months if, if we performed very well against teams like West Ham, Sheffield, Bournemouth, Southampton. So, yeah, that was... Uh, that was not good from the coach as well as the players. And I think getting a trophy would have been wonderful. But yeah, we'll secure more trophies to come to in the next years to come. Yeah, Lampard, uh, he's, a quite, he's quite naive in this bigger stages as well. He is learning. Yeah. It's his first season in Premier League. So... Uh, Let's consider this as an experimental season. So, yeah, I think it's there's only the way upward yeah, yeah. from here around. So, he was... What's yeah, your take I agree on with this? you guys. I think he has done a very decent... Not decent. He's done a pretty, very fantastic job. But if you look at the start of the season, and if you were looking at those uh, pundits, they were saying that Chelsea, well, they're not going to finish on top four. I don't know where they're going to finish, maybe 10th or 7th, maybe your upper league positions. But getting all those criticisms and coming in with a young team, young squad, giving chances to young players, it's been a very fantastic season for him. But definitely, this is, and just to remind you guys that this is just his second season as a manager and <clears throat> first season in the Premier League, and to finish in top four in your first season, so I think it's a very good achievement for him. And... <clears throat> Definitely, there has been some ups and there there has been some downs, like set pieces. We've been conceding a lot of goals in set pieces, and our defense has been the main issue. So, and he'll he'll learn from his mistakes. He probably does because I think Lampard, the way he talks in his uh, press conference and all, I I rate that guy very high because he's very professional, and I'm just looking forward for the next season. The next couple of seasons, I think they're gonna be a very big force. Yeah, that, that's a good take from you guys. I agree with you on most of the things. The reason why I said we overachieved is because we lost our best player in this decade, I think. And Hazard has to be one of our greatest players that has played for Chelsea. So, he was the one who was carrying whole club in his shoulder and performing at the top for uh, six, seven seasons. So we lost him. Then we couldn't sign any player. There were doubts all over. And quite frankly, Frank has done a massive job. And I think he did overachieve with this squad because the form Leicester City were in before the lockdown. They were third. We were fourth. But the form of Manchester United, I think they were 
really fantastic after the restart and also after the arrival of Bruno Fernandes. So I think it was very shaky to finish in top four, but we did manage to get into it. But I, that's the reason I think we overachieved this season. Other than that, we have a pretty good season. FA Cup win would be icing on the cake. Unfortunately, that dumbass Anthony Taylor fucked it up. But it's all right. We're Chelsea. We'll win back. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I think the I think uh, when Hazard left us, I think it's yeah, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah, to be honest, something. because we, yeah, yeah. We, we were continuously uh, being totally dependent upon his outcome, the way he performed. If he performed well, we would uh, yeah. beat anyone. Anyone, but when he is out of, he was out of his game. We would struggle, struggle to beat any team. So yeah, in that sense, I think it was a blessing in disguise because we got the money, massive, and massive now, money yeah. because he was in the final year of his contract. And when he left, now we. We are not being totally dependent upon one single individual. So yeah, considering that, I think it was a blessing in disguise. Uh, same thing, it can be considered in Liverpool as well. When before Coutinho left, they were heavily dependent mm. upon him. But his 140-150 million uh, transfer to Barcelona, it transferred transformed whole of the team, and now they are standing on top of the summit. So yeah, let's hope we. Conquer something as similar to that. Yeah, I, I, th- <clears throat> I totally agree with Ajit because yeah. you know Eden Hazard. One day he he was gonna leave, so it, it it may have come early, but look, because of that, a young player got chance. Even this season, we played very good with young players. Mason Mount, even we like we we used to be called as an Eden Hazard team because everything was through Eden Hazard. But now we have players who can. Do magic like Christian Pulisic. We got Tammy Abraham who can score, Jules scoring, Mount. We got a lot of players to depend on now. So yeah, I think I agree with Ajit. So guys. Alright guys. So like, yeah. Uh, we talked about yeah. the season. Who do you think is the player of the season for us? Like, who do you give that? Because at the end of every season, we we award the player of the season and the young player of the season. So, in your thinking, who is the player of the season and the young player of the season? Anish? So, for me, the young player of the year would be undoubtedly Mason Mount. And my player of the year, I'd go with Matteo Kovacic. He has been fantastic for us this season. The way he takes the game, the way he moves, the way he drives, the way he controls the game under pressure. I think he's a great. I think he has done a great job this season. So, yeah. Yeah, I I would have to agree with Anisia because. Mason Mount and Kovacic, they would buy till the end for this uh, honor. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have any problem if either one of them wins this 
uh, player of the season. But uh, I would want to give it to Kovacic and give the young player to Mason Mount. Uh, because Kovacic, after his permanent transfer from Real Madrid, he has performed really well. Really well. Uh, when uh, Sari brought in uh, Kovacic, he, he didn't uh, know his exact position. So he was on and off. Uh, when 60 minutes was on the clock, it was either Barkley getting something <laughs> yeah. or it was Kovacic and the other way around. So it was going on a similar pattern. So I think his ideal spot was not uh, finalized in the lineup. But uh, Frank Lampard as well, he has uh, brought in Kovacic and played him in the midfield. Uh, and yeah, he has performed really well and uh, put, and uh, he has paid off the faith that Lampard has put on him. So yeah, he has done a really great job. And for me, uh, he would be the player Akesh, what do you think? Yeah, I I have to agree with these guys because I think Miss Mount in his debut season, I think he only missed two or three games and he has been wonderful at various positions. He played in midfield three and front three as well and I think he he scored seven and assisted five in the season. So, I think our young player would be Miss Mount and yeah, Mario Kovac is 100% our player of the season because he dictated the ball in the midfield. He can he, he drove the ball forward. He tackled, and yeah, I think Kovacic player of the year award. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you guys. I think there's no doubt. I think it's Mason Mount for the young player of the season, and Matteo Kovacic for the player of the season. And with the, uh, he's been pretty decent. Last season wasn't a, pretty much good for him. He came on alone. Yeah. Wasn't pretty much scoring goals. He did manage to score goals when he was a child this season. So yeah, Mateo Kovacic player of the year. I would want Billy Gilmore to be honored in some I think, anything. I think that possible. The person who deserves was... development. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Ajit. Put a point. I think he could get uh, the development squad player of the year because he, he came in and I think for us. So I don't think he would get some awards in the senior team. But from the development squad, I think he could be our player of the season. I mean, the guy who deserves a special recognition is Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way he developed throughout the season. He's a proper professional guy. It's fantastic. So guys, we have right, so, summed up our player of the season. Yeah. So, so guys, I know, yeah. I know, you guys are very excited to talk about Kai Havertz, but before <laughs> before I go to Kai Havertz, I just have one question: What is this left back scenario? What is happening? We've been linked with lots of left backs. Every day we get linked with a new left back. I don't know where yeah. they come from. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. So, what do you guys think? We were discussing about this like like two episodes ago. We were thinking Tagliafico might be the right person to play as a left back for us. But now we've been linked with the, some other guys too. So, any change of thoughts? I think I think I know where it comes from. It comes from a fucking shit journalist named 
Nathan Dubois who fucking tweets nah, wearing nah, nah. Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? His daughter is not eating. His wife is mad. I mean, that man is shit, nah, man. He changed his name nah. twice. Icy Greenwood. A cool grass. What the fuck is that, man? You don't do with that with your name, Nothing. Nothing. Nathan Dewey has already said that he was only thing everyone on Twitter. I think he he got about 10k subscribers from that. He already confessed. So I think but the Sergio regular links is decent. Yeah, and it's a good link. Yeah, how do you say that guy's name? I don't even know how to pronounce it. I yeah, don't know I either. I just call him Sergio Regulon. <laughs> it should be Sergio Regulon. Regulon. <laughs> Yeah, he's in the FIFA, FIFA 20 La Liga team of the season and I think he's had a great season and I think yeah a- anyone could be can be an upgrade to our left backs so yeah, I think he'll be an upgrade because one article says it's going to be Sergio the other article says that Chelsea are in advanced talk with uh, Ben Tag the Fico right now is out of scenario he's probably the last option Chelsea have yeah I think Tag Fico is our last option Guys, where mm. the fuck is Alex Telles, by the way? I like that. No man. one, I think he's, no one knows he's, he's not coming. Yeah, I think with United recently. Fuck United. They already have. But I up. think our, our main target is Ben Chilwell. But I think, yeah, but due to the price, I, I don't think he's coming. So we could go for a regular, I think. Yeah, I think pretty much we can go for Sergio and save extra money. And why not go for All Black? Yeah, 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 but yeah, but he's quite. I, I don't think we'll pay 110 million to a black, but well, 30 million to Onana is massive upgrade to Kepa, so I'd mm-hmm. be happy with Onana also. Yeah, I think it's pretty much Onana who's going to be our keeper for next season. So, guys, what do you think for centre back? Who should we sign? I don't know. We were linked with that too. They were two weeks yeah, ago. We Jimenez, linked, yeah. Yeah, Declan yeah. Rice now. Declan Rice is out of the picture. Jimenez. Jimenez will know. cost us exactly as much as Yano Black because the release clause of both the players yeah, are same around I don't 110. Think... Marina yeah, could but... negotiate. I don't but... think we'll play yeah, a release but now... clause. But now we've been linked with Louis Dunk. Yeah, I am a massive fan of Louis Dunk. I think he can improve us. He has the good <clears> leadership <throat> on the pitch. He used to wear the captain armband for Brighton. He did yeah, keep a couple can... of clean seats. He did perform well, we'll, scored a couple of goals. We're looking for tall and I think a massive defender because we, we didn't go for Nathan Ake. We had that buyback clause, but we we uh, we didn't pay Nathan Ake. So I think Lewis Dunk, maybe we're looking for. How old is yeah. Lewis Dunk? 26. 26, yeah, it, it would be a guy that's. I really hope he, he comes out uh, and develops no, he's, as... He's oh, let me, let me correct. It's 28. Yeah, 28. Because we signed Gary Cahill from a relegated team from Bolton. Yeah. And he was a massive, massive figure for us. Yeah, he won everything for us. And but, also, but, one, but, one point I'd like to state that is Luis Donk is a Chelsea fan. So, if we beat him, Brighton will definitely... Let him go for us because we did give them Lamptey. And since Donk is a Chelsea fan, 
He, he's yeah, only one it's, phone call away from Frank Lampard. It's, it's the same for Rice also. He's a Chelsea fan. He loves Chelsea. And I think he loves Mount. But the price is too high. So, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. Because, talking about Gary Cahill, he had, he had a, he, he got paired with someone who's probably one of the, he's probably the best player we had, John Derry. So, he got a lot to learn from him. Talking about Louis Tong, he's a good leader. He he's very vocal. But who do you pair with him? Like who do you start along with him if he if he comes to us if he comes to Chelsea? I'd say Zuma because Zuma can play the ball with the left foot. So they both are good in Zuma has pace and he's good in aerial also. And I think Louis Tong also is good in aerial. So yeah, we could play them. Also, guys, another point that I'd like to point is. Louis Tonk is turning 29 on November 21st. So, he'll be 29 by the time the yeah, season fully gets play. fired up. So, this he's good for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And also, we can we are linked with Xavier Mwambe or something like that. When Louis Tonk <laughs> plays for, for two, three seasons, I think... Xavier can develop from the developmental squad. After Luis Tong stands yeah. over, he can jump right back in the team. A win-win situation for us. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, I know to buy players, <laughs> we got to sell players as well. So, who are the main players like you think are going to leave Chelsea next year? <laughs> I think there'll be a dozen, dozen players will leave. Yeah, who do you think? <laughs> the, the list goes on and on. Alcel, Kepa, Alonso, Emerson, Rudiger, Christensen, Barkley, William, Pedro. <laughs> the list just doesn't go on. I think Zorzino, Kante might be leaving too. You never know. And you forgot Michi Batshuayi. Yeah. Oh, guy, yeah, right yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, he's still on this. That, that guy should be second. Yeah, that guy should be second, second on the list after Kepa, because I don't want to see that guy. Well, that guy just... <laughs> One thing what I appreciate about him is he loves the club. You can't deny that, because he loves this club. He's loyal to yeah, this yeah. club, but, but just being loyal loving, doesn't prove shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to perform. Loving the club doesn't win a trophy, bro. Yeah, exactly. And Tooling also doesn't win trophies. Carrying <laughs> yeah. a sponge bag, carrying a sponge bag, sponge bag doesn't <laughs> win it. <laughs> but I mean, like, let's appreciate that he scored that goal against West Brom, which of England's mm. winner. Yeah, and but, winner against Ajax too. Yeah, but still, he missed a lot of chances, and that guy. Yeah, I don't know. The the only three things I remember from Barcelona is winner against West Brom, Atletico, and Ajax. Yeah, and thank God that Lampard, like, that came in his mind, like, to place Giroud over him because yeah. at the beginning, Giroud was below him. But we had to see Batshuayi starting after the restart and starting in front of Tammy Abraham. Bro, we'll be at finishing sixth. <laughs> what do you think, Ajit? Yeah, it's it's going to be a massive summer for us. I see. I see 2003 repeating all over again. Yeah, That's like it. we've been. Yeah, 
we signed like four or five players at once. Yeah, lots of incomings <laughs> yeah, and outgoings. It will be a massive overall overhaul for our team. So let's expect lots of changes. And the dream signing would obviously be Kai Havertz, whose negotiations negotiations have been stalled as of now. So let's hope we complete that deal. Yeah, uh, I think the yeah, the most excited person to see Kai Havertz signed for Chelsea is Anish right there. So I'm not oh, sure what Anish. Oh yeah, Kai Havertz, the German sensational. The one who was pressed by Ilkay Gundogan, Tony Cruz. It will be a massive, massive, massive signing for us after Aiden Hazard, I think. Because I have watched Kai Havers' videos, I think. All the videos that are in YouTube. And I recently watched the documentary. And as soon as I come... The second I complete that documentary, I got goosebumps that we are signing a gem in Kai Havertz, and I'm pretty yeah. excited for that. I signed Kai Havertz on my FIFA career mode also. I think he, he was my second signing after Jaden Sancho. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. We're heavily linked with Jaden Sancho before the restart, but. For the money yeah, but... of Jadon Sancho and adding 20-30 million, we are getting three very good, and I mean very good players in Hakim Ziyech, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. So, I'm not upset about Jadon Sancho not joining us because we have got three massive youngsters, two massive youngsters and one experienced player in Hakim Ziyech. So I'm pretty excited for that. And I can't wait to see Kai Havers in a blue kit. I'm waiting for it. My phone's lock screen and home screen is Kai Havers in our away kit. So I'm pretty yeah, excited. Like, yeah, Anish and I was pretty much discussing like, like four or five months ago like how Chelsea should sign Jaden Sancho which would strengthen our team. But recently with the Signing of Hakim Ziyech, Timo Werner, and now getting linked with the guy Havas, which um, I think, I don't know, it's been like a month and been seeing articles mm-hmm. that he has agreed a fee. Some people say there's no, like, there's no talks between the club yet. I don't know what's the thing, but just sign him and just let's go out for the next season. Yeah, and what number would you want to see and have a shot? 29. The guy Havas. And Tomori? And Tomori? Mm-hmm. Give him 26. It doesn't matter. 26. Look, be a lot of... Are you, are you out of time, bro? <laughs> Damn, 26. <laughs> who wore 26? Bro, if you nah, speak but... like that, then who wears number 8, sir? Frank Lampard. Who is wearing now? Ross Donkey Barkley. <laughs> now, now, now. Nah, guys. Now you are being completely insane, bro. <laughs> no, no, guys. Look. Uh... A lot of players are gonna leave, so I think. Yeah, I think Christensen's leave, so. leaving. Num- yeah, number four will be empty. So yeah, and if Barkley leaves, then probably switch Mason Mount to number eight. Anyway, and uh, Hakim Ziyech maybe. Twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Pulisic ten. Pulisic ten. Hakim Ziyech twenty-two. Martino one eleven. We'll see. Yeah. 
All right, guys, due to some technical issues, I'll be off for 5-10 minutes. I'll be back shortly with you guys. Alright, Ajit, you've been pretty much quiet for the last 10-15 minutes, so just feel free, bro, just talk. Yeah, I would I would give number 69 to Kai Havard. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, he can he can probably play from any position. <laughs> 69 or 29, bro. I would go with 69, because why why disrupt the disrupt the <laughs> numbers that that's being continued <laughs> yeah so yeah and in top of that you can play him in the false nine you can play him anywhere <laughs> in the pitch apart from defense so yeah that would be the best 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 number for Kai Havertz and if he proves to be the best let's uh, give him an opportunity <clears throat> of number 10 if that ever gets back in the game. Alright, so... So, yeah. With William leaving, who would take the number 10 jersey? Pulisic, 100%. Yeah, like, before the start of the season, people were arguing it should be Callum Hatsunodai, but... Yeah. Looking at the way Pulisic has been playing, I think it suits him more than Callum for now. But we'll see. I think number is not a big deal. Number is for a time being. Number is number is not a big deal unless you yeah. like just gotta perform on the field. That's the main thing for us right now. Number is just a number. Yeah, but the number ten it it carries it carries a great significance mm. uh, in every team. So yeah, it 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 does uh, signify that if you perform well, you are entitled to have that jersey. You. So yeah, I think I think I think this this would be left back end for quite a bit, and I think the next season it would be given to the one who gives their best, and yeah, I, think I think it would yeah. be the right thing to do. No, but yeah, I, think I don't think like... number ten will be back end. I, I think just <clears throat> leave it out for a season because if you put number ten on Pulisic or Callum or another, it, the pressure suddenly comes on them. Like people like. People will be looking at us. Uh, we know that when you see in the world of football, like the main focus is where's the number ten, who's the number ten, who's playing. So there's gonna be pretty much pressure on both the players, whoever where's number ten. So uh, you can keep it back in for a season and decide yeah, on another season. But number ten won't be back in less realistic. And I think Pulisic has already proved his point this season. So I think Pulisic definitely deserves to get the number ten. Yeah, he has done a great job, but let's hope he remains injury free in the season yeah. to come. Because the the mentality that he has, it's it's a top mentality. Because the joining joining a new league, coming from a quite little uh, less competitive league in Bundesliga, yeah. it was a difficult job for him to adapt in the Premier League. And on top of that, he was injured for quite a long time, and Easily, player would get demotivated uh, in that scenario. But Pulisic, with his mentality, he came back stronger than ever. And after the resumption of Premier League, he was our main man. So yeah, he has done a great job, 
and I don't mind giving him the number 10 jersey and but let's hope he remains injury free and yeah. keep performing like he's performing right now yeah because I think <clears throat> this was the first phase he ever had like he had he had had this season but the injury he had last game you can see in the video like when he was like you can see him screaming before taking the shot so yeah yeah hats off to him for like putting all his in putting all his dedication I just hope that he recovers quick because you know to see next season will be starting quick so yeah I'm just looking forward to seeing him play again yeah of course it wasn't necessary for him to attempt that shot at any point because anyone would have understood that it was his hamstring and he uh, just couldn't take that shot but Look, just look at his motivations that he wants to prove himself in this grand stage. He kept on, kept on dribbling, and when he pulled off his hamstring, he even took that shot. That was really awesome, man. That was a great mentality, and that was everything he wanted to prove. So I think now he hasn't left anything to prove to us, frankly. Yeah, and he's the youngest scorer to score in the Africa final after Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I, yeah, I was on about that. Question. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great stat, man. Yeah, so guys, we have crushed the one-hour mark <laughs> for our podcast. A big round of applause for us. Yeah. So yeah, it was bound to happen because we were, we were, yeah, we were, yeah, we were was... discussing about this whole season, probably next yeah, season yeah. as well. So it was, it was great. It was had fun today. So yeah, we still have one more game left for this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not much optimistic about it, but let's hope we don't get humiliated, and let's perform. Good one last time for this season. So yeah, let's meet up uh, after yeah, the sorry. game, after the Bayern Munich game, and yeah, discuss and... about the possible transfers that would. Yeah, yeah. By the time I think we'll be linked with more players. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We'll be back with another episode. All right, take care, guys. Right. Take care, guys. Yeah, see you after the game against Lions. Yeah, after the Come on, come on, you. Come on, come on, come on.